Hey everybody and welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode 5. That's right, we're up to number 5 with the new season here. Uh, this is Patrick, hanging with you this evening, and with me at the table I have... Josh, hey, what's up? Hey everybody. You here? Uh, we're we're, we're going to fire one off like uh, real quick, it was like an unplanned Frightcast tonight. So, uh, uh, we're just, you know, we, we watched a movie, we watched the same movie. So we're like, let's uh, let's uh, have a little chatterbox. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, I I saw a plethora of movies. Yeah. Um, and even braved the ice and went out and saw Underworld at the uh, at the theater. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I'm not sure I, it was worth risking my life, but uh, that'll be a, a, another another uh, uh, podcast at some point. We'll be talking about that yeah, one, I we believe. Should, we should hit that whole franchise. Right. Um, but tonight, a uh, movie that we're going to talk about is uh, I'm Not a Serial Killer. Yes. Uh, this one dropped on Netflix. I believe that's where you can see it yeah. right now. Yep. Um, and uh, I know, Josh, you had seen this before I had. Yeah, I watched it a few weeks ago. <clears throat> and then I rewatched it today. Okay. So I did the second viewing. All right. So, so it's probably fresher in your mind than it was for me because I think I saw it this last Saturday. So it's oh. been a few days uh, since I've seen it. Um, but I, I saw the trailer for it. It looks super intriguing, and uh, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to watch it. Uh, I, I, I saw some really killer movies this weekend, uh, this one, and uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe is also yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, But like I said, the one we're talking about right now is I'm Not a, ser- a Serial Killer. I'm going to read off the synopsis here uh, for it. <clears throat> 16-year-old John Wayne Cleaver is not a serial killer, but he has all the makings of one. Keeping this homicidal tendencies and morbid obsessions with death and murder in check is a constant struggle that only gets harder when a real serial killer begins terrorizing his sleepy Midwestern town. Now, in order to track down a psychopath and protect those around him, John must unleash his darkest inner demons. Based on the cult novel by Dan Wells, this twisted genre-bending thriller co-stars Christopher Lloyd and Breaking Bad's Laura Fraser. Okay, I thought she... I didn't know what she was from. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so she's from Breaking Bad. She's from Breaking okay. Bad, yep. Um, and uh, real quick, Tomato Meter, 93%. Okay. The critics love this movie. Yeah, it landed on uh, a ton of lists. Right. Everybody's list in 2016. It was, like, somewhere right. on that list. Uh, the, audience, so, the audience review on uh, Rotten Tomatoes was 62%, which is pretty high for an yeah. audience review. And IMDb has it at 6.2, so it's above average. Yeah, it's it's like out of the gate. I didn't watch uh, – I didn't read the synopsis. So I didn't know a ton about the movie other than what I kind of heard from other people. So um, – that's uh, the tumbling of the uh, upstairs. Uh, so I don't know a ton of, about the movie. I went into it blind. And there's a lot about this movie where if you don't know a lot about it, you're kind of going, okay, what... It kind of keeps you guessing a little bit as to who the killer kind of is. And then out of the gate, it just doesn't hide it anymore. Right. You know. Right. Um, like, not even, like... I don't even think the halfway It wasn't point. even halfway yeah. through, exactly. You know right out of the gate who's doing everything. I, this is one movie, like, we usually do spoilers on this movie, on this podcast. I don't want to do it tonight, because the movie was 2016. Right, it's, so it's, it's pretty fresh. pretty fresh. So there's a, uh, a, a, still a big opportunity for everybody to go out and check out the flick. 
and uh, enjoy for themselves. So I don't want to give a ton of spoilers, but um, it does tell you who the killer is not even halfway into the movie. Now, for the for the subgenre of this movie, would you consider it a, a horror sci-fi, sci-fi horror, okay, that so, type of thing? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean that's not a spoiler no, by doing that. No, 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 not at all. It's like it's barely like if you put it's like five percent sci-fi, right? Really. Right. Um, it's barely sci-fi, and that's I want to get to that point here, and after we kind of get through the rest of the movie, but like. Uh, it's uh, was it it's slasher, right? Is is it slasher? It's like I don't know. Like I I I, know, like, I, I can't that, I can't really put it as a slasher yeah, yet either. I, yeah, I don't know if it's like even really horror. Really, it's horrific. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. It's it. There's a lot of brutal parts in the movie. Oh, most definitely. But most I definitely. Still don't know if you call it horror, and if you call it horror, the closest to me is slasher. Right. That's the closest it gets for me. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, there is that sci-fi element in there, kind of. And it also has the thriller element to it as yeah. well, because it it, do, it does have some moments where there's some... Uh, it builds up at different yeah. places, and I think that's really effective in this movie. Um, I've never seen this young man before that plays the lead. Okay, so he was in Where the <clears throat> Wild Things. Okay, that's okay. probably why I've never seen that. Okay, so he was... I actually never saw that movie. I went right. back and I IMDb'd him. Because uh, his name's Max, uh, God damn it. Max uh, Records. Yeah. Uh, which is, out of the gate, like a great name. That's just a great name anyway. Oh, so he's uh, a, he was a kid actor then. Yeah. Child actor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I don't know anything else he's really from other than uh, Where the Wild Things Are. And then, is that what it's called? Where the Wild Things Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, I Am Not a Serial Killer. So, but yeah, he's in that. And uh, uh, he is really good like he is like i don't like you you i don't know how they cast this movie but they found as far as i'm concerned for whoever the, to play this character who's named after john wayne gacy, gacy by the way is uh the kid is perfect in the movie he's great and uh the other thing i loved was christopher lloyd plays weird characters okay you know him from doc from back to the future and, uh, and and for and, uh, for and for us older people from Taxi, taxi yeah. yeah. And then he he was for me it was he was in a movie called The Page Master. Oh yeah, he played the wizard. The oh wizard, yeah, wizard, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know him from like just really weird roles. And then so it was a lot of fun for me because this role for him was way different than anything I've really ever seen him in. And uh, like Christopher Lloyd, I don't know how old he is now. So he's in his early seventies. He is like. He killed this movie. Yeah. He was like he was great in it, and it was super like he played a super dark character, and uh, it was just different from anything yeah. I had seen him do. Yeah, I think he runs better in that treadmill than I can at my age. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's um, uh, yeah. It looks like uh, Max Records' other claim to fame was The Sitter with Jonah Hill. Okay, and I didn't see that. Movie yeah, either, so those so. are two reasons why I've never seen yeah. this actor before. Gotcha, and like that had. I wonder how old he is because where the wild things are isn't even that old of a movie, and then I don't think, and then the sitters in between there, and he wasn't that old in that movie. It didn't look like no. So yeah, and, and supposedly he was also in the Brothers Bloom, which is another movie I've not. Yeah, I don't know if that. Or something like that. Yeah. So um, uh, the cast is uh, the point is the cast is fantastic in this movie. One of the best parts for for him, I felt, when he was addressing the bully. 
at yeah. the dance. At the dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was explaining about him being a sociopath. Yeah. And what that meant. Yeah. The, the cardboard box. The cardboard reference. box reference fantastic. was yeah. fantastic. Well written, extremely well acted. Yeah, this is a really well written. That's the other thing I was going to say. Yeah, it's a super well written movie. I like the the one quote that I found that even before I looked up kind of close to this movie, the quote that it stuck out to me uh, was when he's in the principal's office getting the paper. Right. And he's like, I'm just wondering how many times you can say the word normal in, in referencing uh, this, this paper that he wrote. Um, the quotes like that, it's just like, it's a really well-written, yeah. well-written yeah. movie. Uh, written and directed by Billy O'Brien. Is that yeah. a name that sticks out to you? No, not at all. And I should have IMDb'd him, too, because... Uh, I, I, I don't know his uh, his credits, but this one kicked ass pretty hard. And I didn't know it was also, this movie's based off of a book. Right. Which I didn't know, and now I want to go find the book, too, uh, because I, I want to see, I'm always curious to see how close a novel is to of uh, when it is uh, adapted into a movie, and what they cut, and what they kept, and just how they adapted it from book to screen. I'm always curious about that kind of stuff. Yeah, Especially I'm, in the horror genre. Yeah, and I'm looking at Billy O'Brien's uh, thing here on IMDb. Movies, uh, Scintilla, Ferocious Planet, Isolation, The Tale of the Rat that Wrote, The Wind. These are oh, movies geez. I have never yeah, nothing, heard of before. Nothing. Uh, so it's a pretty big jump then from just stuff you've never heard of to... And again, I'm not a serial killer played on The Independence. It wasn't like a right. huge theatrical release movie. It was just, I think he finally got one that just popped. Right, right. And uh, and just got talked about all over the place. So um, You touched on Christopher Lloyd a bit. Yeah. Um, to me, that's the reason I wanted to see this movie. When I saw the trailer, I said, holy shit, is that Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. And I checked it out on IMDb. Yes, it is. And I said, well, shit, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. I want to watch this. And, and he did. He knocked it out of the park as a role that we've never seen him do before, yeah. or at least I've never seen him do yeah. before. Yeah. Um, the man, I, it, it's hard to say that this man never ages because he's been old since he was like 25. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, when he was doing Taxi, he looked like he was older than what he was. Yeah. When he did Back to the Future, he definitely looked older than what he was. And he's always played these older characters. So I, I think he's finally kind of grown into his own look yeah. and, uh, and, and did this. There was some, uh, the scene at the... I believe it was at a diner. Is that where it was, where the police came in? Oh, no, it was at a, a barber shop. A barber shop, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. <clears throat> and it was just it was just amazing yeah. how he went from one emotion to the next. He switches real quick. He yeah, switches very quick. Too, yeah. yeah, it was very cool to watch. Because it's all done, like, it's no dialogue. You can just watch him, like, it's all in his face and in his eyes. He just right. switches. Right, right. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's... And it was yeah, and it was also really really cool to see how uh, the young man uh, Wayne Cleaver, John Wayne Cleaver, in this movie uh, reacted to the things that he was seeing. Uh, very honest, very open. Um, it's hard to get that out of young actors, and I, I assume he's still fairly young. Yeah, and it's super like the thing is too about his characters is there's not even a morbid curiosity about death anymore. He he's, he lives in a funeral home. Right. So uh, it's it's interesting to see how he goes out to crime scenes. That was the other quote in the movie. Was uh, right at the beginning of the movie when the, <laughs> when the first body shows up, 
uh, he makes a comment about uh, wanting uh, his mom wanting to drum up more business anyway. And th- that was the first for me. Like I was like, okay, this kid's going out because he it opens up on a crime scene that he is running his bike away from. Yeah. And uh, well, didn't didn't the police ask him? That didn't they say, well, what do you think? Yeah. And he turns around and says, well. He's dead. He's dead, yeah. Uh, it's full of great quotes. But, uh, yeah, so out of the gate, I was like, okay, he has something to do with this because he's at the crime scene, and he's going to be starting to drum up more business uh, for his mom about with a funeral home that's about to close. The other thing I liked about his character was, even though he's a sociopath, he was also showing that he can be afraid and that he does have love yeah for his family yeah his, his, yeah, his i mean that that's a messed up family yeah, definitely the father issue right and uh the sister the issue. sister issue yep yeah so uh yeah he uh the character is is a, is a very uh nice balance between incredibly like just screwed up and but like you, you see him and you go that could be the nicest kid in the world to somebody. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, overall to me, this is a movie I definitely recommend. Yeah. Um, it kept me interested all the way through. Uh, I, I, I don't even know if I can find something critical about it. No, I can't. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Because okay. I, I, I just thought of something, yeah. but it, can you do it without spoiling? Exactly. That's what I was going to ask you the same thing. Can we talk about the end without right. giving away the end? Right. Because I talked to, um, I want to say his name. He's not going to care. Uh, Benito watches. And oh, he sure. commented on this the other day. He loved this movie, and he loved the ending of this movie. And he was talking about how it wraps everything up so nice, and it explains so much. And uh, I was like, uh, and he, I mean, he didn't make that comment until I made a comment on his post. I was like, I love this movie. I hate the end of this movie. Like, I just don't know if I don't get it, or it doesn't know what it actually wants to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why we were talking about that 5% of, like, sci-fi element. Right, right. Because it goes, for me, it went off the rail mm-hmm. at the, the last 13 minutes of that movie. It went off the rail right. for me. And then, like, it reeled it back in kind of nicely at the end, but there was this, like, five minutes where I was like, what the fuck is this movie doing? Right. Why, okay. Why did you make that choice? Right. So see, and I tried to make sense of it. Yeah. And for me, it was about what he was willing to do for his wife. The young man was willing to do for his family. And that was anything. Yeah. But does it, it exp- Again, I'm trying. I'm asking questions. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Without trying to give the yeah, ending. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does it explain how that all transpires before it? I don't think gets it did. I don't like, think it did. Why yeah. the fuck is he like that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's why I was like, I, there's there's movies. I'll, I'll I'll throw out a random director because I feel like his movies do this a lot. M. Night Shyamalan, minus the Sixth Sense, for me, it's like he writes a really great movie, and then he gets to the end, and he's like, uh, I don't know how I'm going to end this movie, so 
just this random shit happens. The end. And that's where I felt like when I was watching the end of this movie, it's like they got to the end and then they didn't know what they really wanted to do right. with it. And they wanted to make something interesting. So they just were like, and then this random shit happens. And then nice things happening. Right. So that's my only like critique of the whole movie. It's an hour and 45 minutes and I have five minutes of what am I watching? Okay. So it's a, it's a pretty solid A for me though. It's a, it's a today was my second watch and, uh, it's, and it's an easy watch too. Hour and 45 seems kind of long, but it's an easy it, sit. Yes, definitely. Is it one that's going to end up on your, uh, on your shelf? Um, I don't even know like where, if, I don't even know if it like, got released. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, outside of VOD. I have yeah. no idea. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it did. Uh, we just might live in a place where we do live in a bubble. Yeah. It might not have gotten picked up, which tends to happen. All right. Um, so, so thumbs up from both of us on, uh, yeah. on, I am not a serial killer. That's on, uh, Netflix, yeah. uh, right now. Uh, so if you have Netflix, jump on, watch it. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next section then. Uh, we always try to come up with a question before we come to these things, something that we think about that is uh, not necessarily a movie specific related question. Uh, and we kind of threw this together at the last minute this morning. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like this whole podcast today. It's like, <laughs> you want to do one? And then I show up 40 minutes late <laughs> yeah. for it thinking that, oh, you yeah. said seven. I thought you said 730 and I'm still 10 minutes late for the 730 yeah. one. That's so what, how we do it on the right. Yeah. Kind of go turn on the mics. Let's talk. So, uh, as we were messaging each other back and forth, I happened to come up with this one. I said, all right, let's talk about horror film remakes, the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. And I think the way we're going to do this, we're going to talk about some good. We're going to talk about some bad. And from the bad, we're going to figure out what the most ugly is. I'm going to actually bring up, I have a list written down, but I think I'm going to go back because I think there's things I made a small list and uh, I think there might be things that are not on my on my list that are way uglier than uh, the ones on my list. You know, so, isn't isn't that what usually happens? So you show up with a short list, I show up with a long list. So yeah. I don't know if I overperform or you underperform. Um, well, it's like like it might be me because Greg usually shows up with a pretty long list himself. He'll show up with like I only brought twenty five. Yeah, only on my list. only. And then I'm over here like, I got five. Right. Because, uh, you know, we try to keep it semi-short on here. But, yeah, maybe, I don't know, it, I don't. I think ten's a good number. I just, I underperform today. Ask my wife. I do it all the time. <laughs> uh, so I brought up a different list because I have things that I didn't write down, like I said, that might be way uglier than what's on my bad. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, you want to start or you want to start or you want to go back and forth? I, I think we can go back and forth. Um, uh, for the good, you know, as I looked at these things, I didn't realize how many movies have been remade from older movies. Um, and and not just movies. Uh, you had pointed this out earlier this evening was um, movies that were based, remade of other movies, but they changed the names, yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got a couple of those on the list. Uh, but the ones that I have on my good list are ones that, that I've seen and I felt really good about, even though yeah. there's even though there's tons and tons of probably really good remakes out there. Yeah. 
I always have the issue, however, of doing a remake for the cent for just for the point of making a remake saying hey this movie was really good back in the 1950s we can make it better now yeah you know there's some that should just be left alone mm-hmm. and i think that gets into our ugly yeah. area then uh i mean my remakes were based off if not only like my, my my remakes are basically uh have i watched it more than once right okay are sure they re- are, are they rewatchable right so oh that if, that totally yeah, makes sense that's how i did it uh i'm gonna start with the hills have eyes Okay, well... Was that uh, on your list? Uh, I actually didn't write it down. It was gonna... It just didn't, I, would, I had it. I didn't write it down. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. That's on the good, right? That's on the good. Yeah, uh, that remake is fantastic. Uh, you know, the original Wes Craven is... Uh, a version is fantastic. But the remake held up, and it's, it's easily watchable. You know, and, and, and sometimes it shocks me of... You know, I wrote down the dates of, or the years of the originals and the new ones. Yeah. Hills Have Eyes, 2006, and the original was in 1977. Okay. And, yeah, and yeah. that, uh, to me, it's like, I don't know, 77 seems like a really long time ago. Yeah. You know? I wasn't quite around yet. Well, exactly. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> ouch. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not to be a dick, but. Yeah, I only graduated uh, from high school 10 years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and, and it's interesting because there was the Hills Have Eyes 2. Yeah. But there was an original Hills Have Eyes 2. So, they, so they remade both of them. Yeah, okay. Oh, they didn't remake, which I, which I thought was interesting because, uh, the original was in 84 with the remake, uh, in 2007. So they came out with Hills Have Eyes, uh, in 2006 and then two in 2007 just within a year of each other i want to say they crossover the the crossover the cast too i think there were some cast members from the original really that landed in the 2006 version um don't quote me on that but i feel like that happened um some people say like that's people just not taking their own movie seriously and they feel like they have to put in some cameos for other people to want to go watch that movie um but um, yeah, that 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 uh, that remake held up. I, I, right. I own that one. I have that one. So speaking of crossover from the originals, made me think of a movie we had already talked about earlier, back in Christmas, Black Christmas. Yeah, is that on your list? That well, I debated putting it on my bad list That's because <laughs> the remake was absolutely horrible. Yeah. I did go back and watch the original. Okay. And the house mother from the remake was one of the sorority sisters in okay. the original. I think I remember seeing that in a... Uh, I watched a, um, a making of featurette. Oh, okay. I think I remember them talking about that. So, yeah, Black Christmas goes on my bad list, but that just... I'm, I'm okay. jumping over. I don't mean to, but nope. it made me think of that with the crossover. Good. So, jumping back um, to good. My very uh, my very first top one, um, out of the gate... Well, now I'm going to start with... Uh, uh, I think one of the best remakes, and Zack Snyder did a remake in 2004 of Dawn of the Dead. And it's the first time you saw zombies, like, run, and that you really got a sense of danger of, uh, from, like, zombies. Because, like, like, Night of the Living Dead, they're all walking, mm-hmm. and it's slow, and everybody's like, well, why don't you just run past them and they'll yeah. alone? Zack Snyder introduced a zombie that fucking ran. And you're just like, and they ran, like, they run fast. Right. And it's It's no like the introduction like, of rage zombies at that yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. It's no more like a horde mentality of like you just can't you can't run past them because there's so many you can't run past one yeah. because it will outrun you did um 
28 days come before Dawn of the Dead. I can't, re- I can't remember. 28 days, I believe, came after. Okay, because if, if that's the case, then I'm wrong, because they ran in 28 days, but it was more of a virus than a zombie felt. So, um, yeah. Dawn of the Dead was 2004. 28 days was 2000, so 28 days did okay. precede it. Okay. So that's still, it's a virus thing in 28 days, and they're zombies, and they're true zombies in, in, in Dawn of the Dead. Right. But uh, for me, Dawn of the Dead, first time I was like, holy shit, this is like, this is fast, and it's like, it's like that movie jazzed me up. I was like, I saw that in the theater, and I was like, this is the shit. So, uh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead, first one for me. Yeah, I've got that one on my list as well. Okay. Um, let Me In. <laughs> 2010, okay. based on uh, the Swedish film, I believe it was Swedish. Let the right one in in 2008. Solid movie, yeah, all the way through. I, I've seen, I saw the first one, uh, the original, um, and I thought there's no way they can top this. I don't think they necessarily topped it, but it was a really, really solid flick. Okay, I have to go back. I don't think I've watched that movie all the way through. Um, yeah, I'm that one guy. So I have to go back and see if I can find it's on. Is it? You think it's on Netflix? I bet it is. I couldn't uh, tell you. But uh, I might have to go see if I can drum that movie up and and watch it because I hear how great it is. But I just am that one guy that was like, oh, I'll start it, and then I never finished it. Yeah. So. If it's not on Netflix, I think Tom has it. Okay. Yeah. I will. Maybe I'll hit him up. He has everything. All these weird titles. He really does. Uh, um, <laughs> my second one on my good list was. Uh, Fetty Alvarez's uh, uh, Evil Dead. So uh, I love, you know, Sam Raimi's Evil Dead. Uh, as campy as it is, um, it was like a whole new thing when that came out. It was something you hadn't really seen before. Fetty Alvarez took that movie and made like made that shit dangerous. Mm-hmm. So there's no campiness to right, it. Right, right. Um, Sam Raimi was a producer on it, so. You know, it. I'm sure he tried to keep a lot of the camp out of it. The, I mean, technically, didn't Sam Raimi remake his own movie with Evil Dead 2? Because didn't that kind of... Yeah. It was kind of the same story. It was like, oh, this is really bad. But now we have more money. So right. kind of do it right this time. But then he went and did, you know, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Like, he really was like... It was... The the whole series was very much like uh, the, the combination of camp and horror. Right. Because um, even Evil Dead Two, there was some. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, it was, yeah. It, yeah, it was horror comedy. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Fetty Alvarez took that movie and like, so that guy's on fire with Don't Breathe that came out. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, when I saw his version of Evil Dead, I was like, oh man, I'm in love with, I'm in love with Evil Dead again. So, and uh, and the cast in that movie is great, and he did some weird stuff with it, like the whole like drug addiction heroin thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's just no excuse for that. We don't need that in there, but it was a new way to get. Because in the original, they were going out there, and that guy was getting uh, proposed to his girlfriend. Right. Remember? Yep. Now this is like a. I brought my sister out here because she's addicted to. I think it's heroin. Right. It was something. It was some drug, and uh, uh, and now we have to get her off the the drugs or whatever. So that was the only thing. Maybe like in that whole thing, I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of. There's no reason for that. Right. But, yeah, solid. Solid rock. 
I've got uh, next on my list, Halloween. Yep, you hit it. That was my number one. All right. That was my top. Uh, I don't know that it's my top, but it's right up there. Yeah. Um, how can you take a movie as great as John Carpenter's original Halloween and do as well, yeah. if not better? Yeah. Zombie took it in such a great direction that it's hard to compare the two. Yeah. They're both awesome movies. Yeah. And he took the first five minutes of John Carpenter's Halloween and stretched it out into a full hour. Right. Pretty much. The first hour yeah. of that movie is just Michael Myers as a kid. Kid. Which I like. I love the first hour of that movie. And then, like, Michael was, especially in the in Halloween 2, but he was way more brutal than you've ever seen him in any of those Halloween movies. He was just like... No, I mean, Tyler Maine is like already, you know, is big in general, but like he was just, it, it felt like he was just way more brutal than I've ever seen him in any of those other Halloween movies. So, uh, yeah, I love Rob Zombie's Halloween remake. Love it. To death. So, uh, my other two on here are super questionable. Uh, well, so, uh, it, but, it, but it's all, I mean, it's, it's all... Uh, they could, they could. It's really, personal. T- it's personal taste. They could really sleep in between good and bad. It just depends on the. Day. So, um, I did put 2003's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre on my list. All right, all right. Um, yeah, <laughs> the the reaction right there already was like, all right, you're. The, I think that. I think that's. Place. I think that's one that's on the fence for a lot of people, yeah. though. It's watchable, though, and what they did with the series, like that, reignited some. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies that came out afterwards that I actually really do enjoy. And Leatherface is coming out in 2017 right, in right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so, which I'm excited for. I like that franchise. I like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, Toby Hooper, you're not going to touch that. But um, I wouldn't say this is better, but it's definitely watchable. That, that uh, I guess if you want to see a villain, but like, uh, you know, Leatherface is like top, one of the top movie monsters. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's on mine. Okay. So you got one more on your list. I got one more, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a couple here because I've yeah. I've got a longer list yeah. than you do. Uh, the Crazies, 2010, based on the 1973 movie. Okay. Did I nail your other one? Or no. no <laughs> oh, okay. Go. No, uh, the Crazies I thought was really good. Um, Quarantine. Okay. Based on, I Rec. believe, based on Rec. Yeah. So that was a Spanish film, I believe Spanish, turned into uh English movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed that one, so I thought that was a, a good move over. Uh, I'm going to go back to my high school years, The Fly, with the Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, because that was, that was a remake of, was it like one made in the 50s? 1958. Okay, yeah. I love the flight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a great. Uh, and and for all the effects that were in that and everything else for 1986, that was pretty darn good. Yeah, and that's all you know. That's all practical effects. That wasn't. There's no CGI in that shit. Right. Um, the thing, 2011 yeah. original of 1982, yep. Yep. Uh, was a decent remake. Definitely, this one's in there. This is probably more of a thriller than a horror, but Cape Fear. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, De- is that De Niro? De Niro. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, before I get to my number one, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, here's another one that that is this one's obscure, 
Nobody has probably ever seen this. It's listening. Nosferatu the Vampire, which is a 1979 movie based on Nosferatu from 1922. Okay, wow, yeah, you definitely went, you went back. I went way back for this one. This uh, is a movie that I saw. The cinematography is outstanding, especially yeah. for 1979. Uh, they mimicked the original movie pretty damn well. Okay. And with Nosferatu being a groundbreaking movie when it was in 28, um, or 22, uh, I just thought this was a really great remake. Were they both black and white? No. The original black and white. The original, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, so for some reason, because I saw Nosferatu on some lists, Mm -hmm. I was like, that's a fucking remake? I wonder if they remake that. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't know that there was an older older Nosferatu. Oh, yeah. So... But I haven't gotten my number one. Do you want to do your your last one before uh, I hit my number I one? I can go or you can go. All right, go ahead. Yeah, uh, my number, it's not my number one. Halloween was my number one. I just, I went in a really weird order. So uh, I did put uh, 2007's, uh, <laughs> forgive me, I put 2007's Remake of Friday the 13th on my list. Um, again, it's super watchable. Uh, again, Jason's an iconic killer. Um, and... It was fun. To, it's fun. It's any Friday the Thirteenth, you know, is fun to watch. It's just a fun camp movie. But there's no camp really in the in the remake. At no, all. they took the camp yeah. and kind of out. Uh, but I, I I enjoyed the remake of Friday the Thirteenth. So uh, yeah, I put it on there. I don't even care. Shame me later. Yeah, I won't shame you at all. Uh, my number one in the good category was uh, the Ring. For yeah. some for some reason that was just really really effective. Um, I don't think it could ever match the original Japanese version. Yeah. Yep. Um, for some reason, Japanese cinema they know how to handle horror, the suspense that they build up, yeah. and almost every effect is practical. Yeah. Um, well, and they're like, they're ghosts in like in the ring mm-hmm. and uh, and also what was the Drudge. Are based off of like urban legends, right? Right. In Japan, I mean, yeah. So like, though that shit's real for them, right? So, so that one, that one's in my num- number one yeah. slot, but I do have to agree. I think Halloween's probably number two. The Ring and the Rush could have totally ended up on my yeah. over over Friday the Thirteenth and Texas Chainsaw because they are better movies. I remember seeing um, I remember seeing The Ring in the theater, and then uh, I went home. I know we're on time constraints. Sorry, but yeah. I remember I went home and I fell asleep. And uh, when I woke up watching TV, and when I woke up, it was on that snow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I freaked the fuck out and shut my TV off right away. It was terrifying. So that movie had an impact on me, which they usually don't. But that one just, yeah. like, that one sucker punches you in the face. It's like, that movie was scary. Yeah. So. I took that that video, and I put it on a DVD, and wrote on the DVD, do not watch, and left it in my basement. Oh, really? And my oldest daughter popped it into the DVD player. Oh, and yeah. she she popped it in i mean she had seen the movie prior yeah. to that yeah. and she put it in and i saw that she had was watching it and so i picked up my phone oh, no. <laughs> and i dialed her <laughs> seven days yeah they do have uh if you have shutter um it's not called this but um it's the ring versus the grudge is coming it's on shutter not yet I think it's uh, coming out here in the next week or two mm. uh, on Shutter. If you have that, uh, check that out. Again, I don't know what the actual official title is, but um, I am, I do have Shutter, uh, so I will be checking that out. 
And uh, you brought up probably one of my uh, most anticipated movies for 2017 is the, 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 new the Rings. Movie. Yeah. So, and Rings, yeah. It's going to be great. So, uh, yeah. That, I, I saw that trailer when we went to watch Underworld. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah looking forward to that one. Hit, so. All right. So, let's hit our bad list. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll start. Because, I mean, there's a lot of bad out there. Uh, well, I'll start because you have one on your good that ended up on my bad. So, my top <laughs> one on my bad was The Crazies. Oh, okay. Crazies. I just, uh, you know, I don't remember the original that well. And again, I can't even, I'll admit, I don't even think I watched it the whole way through. I think I saw clips of it on YouTube. But the remake, I was just kind of like, eh. I wasn't super sold on it. Uh, but I, I will admit that I own it. All these movies that, that are on my list, I own. So, they had to have somewhat of an impact on me because I went out and bought it. Which I am, my wife will tell you, I'm 100% guilty. I'll complain about a movie that I saw, and then I'll go buy it. So, I'm an idiot. <laughs> the craziest is on my list. All right. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2010, based on the 1984 version. You got one on my list. Yeah. I, I mean, that one, how can you take such an iconic movie and try to redo it? And <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I felt that, that Freddy was horribly cast. I'd... See, that's the one thing I liked about Nightmare on Street. Like, I thought Jack Earl Haley was fantastic. His makeup was CGI. Maybe that's what bothered the hell out of his me. His makeup was bad. Yeah. And uh, like, they did some practical makeup on him, and then they did they did green screen on his face and CGI'd all like the blisters. And yeah. Shit. I guess I guess something that bothers me is when 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 you have an actor originally playing it that's six foot whatever, and then you yeah. go to this actor who's five foot nothing. <laughs> yeah. He's small. Yeah. He, he just wasn't as intimidating as I yeah. would have liked to have seen him. I did like the story, though, because I, I felt that they humanized Freddy yeah. a little bit more yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. in this. Yeah. But it just it still didn't hold up to the way. And maybe it's because the original Nightmare on Elm Street hit me in such a way that because it was so new, yeah. nobody said, let's get into these people's dreams. The yeah. rest of the stuff was a physical uh a, a threat yeah this one was a threat in your dreams how the hell do you stop that and i did like that they delve in the remake they 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 dive a little further into freddie's past and mm-hmm. i liked that stuff i liked um and maybe it's just beating the audience over the head but sometimes i just like to get hit in the head with the bat and they kind of did this a little bit with the remake where they showed what he was doing with the Elm Street children, and he was a gardener, mm-hmm. and like what the parents did to him. Like, they well, didn't I, just talk about it, yeah. they actually showed you a flashback yeah. of what happened. Well, and that's where I'm saying, you know, that's where it humanized him. Yeah. So, so yeah, totally agree with that one. Okay. Uh, that was on my list. Um, I have 2005's Amityville Horror. That's on my list. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, I thought, I think is great. Uh, the reason this ended up on my list, not because I think it's a bad movie. The original Amityville Horror terrified me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that was a movie I saw and had a hard time sleeping. And uh, I don't know if it's just because, like, when they, I didn't know the, like, they talk about how this, re- like, this really happened. And I think that got into my head when I saw the movie, mm-hmm. the original. Um, I wouldn't say it's better cast, like, the original or the remake. I just think the original had way more, um, uh, it was just way more terrifying to watch. So, that was me. Uh, that's 
why it ended up on my list. Uh, the remake of Psycho. Yeah, I don't, oh shit, I did write that down. Oh, you do have that yeah, one on there. That I, one I think that's pretty well. amazing that we so, got we have so many that are uh, similar. That was a casting thing for me. Though. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, was that wrong. Was it was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that was uh, again. A lot of these on my list are like I think I don't know like not all of them, but like some like since Psycho was a casting issue for me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Do like do you really want to take a Hitchcock movie and remake that? Like, well, and I think that's that's going to be a topic for another fright cast is is when we talk about which ones have been made that should not have been yeah. remade. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, uh, I just don't know. Like, they should leave Hitchcock alone. Yeah. Let him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is is there something so sacred that it should never be touched? Yeah. So that one's that one's definitely one of them. Except for I will say, Base Motel is fantastic. So. But when you take it, but move it into a series yeah. as opposed to trying yeah. to remake a movie. Because didn't they try to remake this movie shot for shot? I think that was the idea, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. why? Why? If you're going to remake something, remake something. Yeah, I mean, they can't top it. So they just, I think they, they, they it might have been an, uh, an attempt to reintroduce to a new audience. Possibly. And uh, you go back and watch the original, it's black and white and... Nobody knows, like, no kids from today know who those actors are. Right, right. But they know who uh, Vince Vaughn is. And they just chuckle when they hear the name Bates. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My last one, because two of mine were fucking stolen. Sorry about Uh, that. That's, hey, that's, 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 we have some uglies. Yeah. Um, uh, The remake, uh, 2011, uh, remake of Fright Night. It's the last one on my list. You know, that's not on my list. I had thought about putting it on, putting it on there. Um, who was the actor? The young man uh, that, was that was that Yelchin? Anton Yelchin was in that. Yes. Yeah. It's Anton Yelchin and uh, I can't think of who. Uh, it's a famous guy too, which really sucks even more. Who the uh, vampire was in uh, in that remake? But uh, I would again. I, I'm not going to say it's a casting issue. It's just like I remember seeing the original Fright Night and like I loved the original Fright Night and I was like, why are we re when they when they announced that they're going to remake that movie, I was like, "Why are we doing that? Like, just leave it alone." The original, like, if you want to watch the, a great movie, go watch the original *Fright Night*. Colin movie. Farrell. Uh, Colin Farrell is that. That was yeah. the casting. And I also forgot that David Tennant was in that as well. Um, so, yeah, *Fright Night* was uh, okay. the last one on my list. Okay. And, uh, um, I'm going to rip off a few here because I have like five left on my list. Yeah, um, uh, *The Omen*. Yep. Uh, that was a stinker. Uh, the Haunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night of the Living Dead. The 1991 or 92 version? No. The 2006 version. There's a 2006 version. Night of the Living Dead 3D. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was because I was going to say, Tom Savini made the, uh, remade the one in 1992 or whatever. It was 90. I, yeah. yeah. I loved that remake. Yeah. Uh, no, it was the Night of the Living Dead okay. 3D. I got you. I got you. Children of the Corn made for TV movie, 2009. Okay. Carrie. Yeah, I was debatable. I was debating. I, you know, I think Chloe, whatever her name is, uh, Mets. she's Mertz, 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 yeah. whatever. Um, I think she's a great actress. Uh, kick ass. She's mm. awesome in that. And I've seen her in other things. Uh, not so great in Neighbors 2. But... Um, <laughs> Carrie to me is one of those movies that yeah. probably should not be remade. Yeah. 
Um, but my number one, uh, Poltergeist is not my number yeah. one, oh but my it's God. right up there. I'm so goddamn angry at that movie, and I don't even think it deserves the title of Poltergeist, to be honest. Right. It it was bad. But Ugh. but my number one, The Wicker Man. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I did not see it, so I don't know. It is not one I suggest for you to watch. I'll leave it alone then. Uh, Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage yeah. was horrible yeah. in it. Uh, you compare it to what they did with Christopher Lee in the original, uh, 1973 version. Um, Ugh. Wicker Man, I think hits almost everybody's bad list. Button, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, but since you haven't seen that one, you can't really, we can't no, really place can't. that in I ugly together. Yeah. So, so out of, out of our list of bad, what would we put in the ugly section? Uh, well, we definitely have a couple that match, uh, since Psycho's on your list. Um, I mean, I don't know if it goes in ugly though. Like, is it so bad that you couldn't like? Can you rewatch that movie, or would you just like show up that and? I mean, I I mean, I could watch it, but I I wouldn't. It's not like something I'd say, hey, yeah, (laughs) let's watch this. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you know, when when I have when I have like six hundred DVDs sitting there, it's like that's not gonna go right to that one. Um, so I mean, I mean, Psycho, I think uh, we what are we gonna do like a, a, a. Top five ugly, uh, possibly, yeah. yeah we can I mean, just just throw them out there. Uh, I I think Poltergeist needs to go in that pile. Let me look at your list because I have some of the, the ones on mine that match yours. So I think we can just pick off your list. Just the, the bottom. Uh, but yeah, definitely Poltergeist. There's just there was no reason for that. Yeah. And um, I'm throwing Black Christmas into the yeah, pile. Black Christmas. I'm totally going to uh, agree with you on. So. Uh, Poltergeist and Black Christmas. Um, I would see. I don't know if I want to throw it because we're talking about remaking it again. So I don't know oh, if I really want to throw it on the list. But Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, could probably play around on that list. I don't think it's the worst of what's on here. Um, I mean, you have Night of the Living Dead 3D on here, <laughs> and that's just not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Exactly. Uh, there's ton of there's a ton of other zombie movies out. No one's gonna chase Night of the Living Dead 3D. No. Um. God damn. Uh, your list is. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but we also have again the Amityville Horror is rewatchable. It's not like so bad. It's like. Well, my wife would <laughs> definitely rewatch it. Yeah, well, I know why that. Because Ryan Reynolds has his shirt off exactly. for part of it. I so. would rewatch it for that reason. So, uh, that's when he's, ch- is he, he's chopping wood. He's right? chopping wood, and there's a, there's, a, yeah. there's a couple other parts yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember when I used to look like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, my wife would say, I miss those pictures. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. The, the, the ugly is, is, is tough. So, uh, uh, and I can't, yeah. 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 It would be interesting to get like Greg's view on this as well. Yeah, that exactly. maybe at some point we can have him revisit this and just throw in like <laughs> maybe we'll reveal like four minutes and just say, you know, three months ago we talked about this and this is Greg's take. Maybe what we'll do is you can wait and on the next Frightcast we'll reveal the top five uglies that we made a list of. Yeah. That that, that we that we finally voted on it as yeah. a as a larger group. Yeah. So, so. All right. Well, I think we're winding down. Yeah. So, uh, any plugs? Uh, 
Well, usually we are at midnightfrightfilms.com. Technically, we still are. I mean, you can still go to midnightfrightfilms.com. It just redirects to our Facebook page instantly. So you can still get there. You can still find out information about us. Uh, We're we're moving our site to a new server. So this is taking a little bit more time than what we had anticipated. Yes. But uh, hopefully by the time we have the new stuff up on the server... We will have at least one, if not two, new projects in the uh, the pipeline and in the works. Right. Uh, one at least shot, because I think we have something lined up for February. And um, so, yeah, look for that, midnightfrightfilms.com. Check us out on Facebook. If you got if you got, uh, you know, three seconds in your day, hit that like button if you haven't done that. You can also check us out on the Midnight Frightcast. Mm-hmm. There's a page over there that you can like as well. And check us out on YouTube. Uh, we don't have a channel per se right now. We have to have enough subscribers in order to get the name for the channel. But if you if you search for Midnight Fright Films, you'll find all of our stuff posted up there as well. There. Um, and, uh, and again, if you have not done that, it takes three seconds. Hit the subscribe button, and uh, you'll you'll get content as it uh, as it shows up. As it up dates and that's exactly year, right we have a, i just talked to greg about this the other day there's a list there's a list of uh new content that we can make this year so and we just have to uh chase it all and uh and we're putting it up on youtube for free except uh, uh, you know essentially so it costs you nothing it costs you nothing to go on there hit subscribe uh, again it, uh, same as uh, facebook it costs you nothing to hit that like button all it's going to do is say Hey, here's the Midnight Fright stuff. Free entertainment. Yeah. What I mean, what else could you ask for? Yeah. Okay. So that's where we're, that's where we are right now. Check um, us out. Uh, trying to see if there's anything else that I can think of. Uh, we we do have an entire year planned out, or yeah. getting close to being planned out. So we're going to be busy boys over yeah. the course of the next twelve months. Um, so, yeah, we got lots of things in the works. So, um, yeah, if you're listening. Go out, check out those places, even give us some feedback. Uh, we talked about some crazy stuff today, so do you agree with us or not? Yeah. Give us some feedback. Let us know uh, because uh, you can either say, guys, you're right on target or you're full of shit. Yeah. Um, we'll take it and either way. And we know yeah. we're full of shit half the time. <laughs> anyway, so uh, with that in mind, I think uh, this is uh, Patrick saying goodbye. And uh, yeah, Sayonara. I guess that's the new way. Peace out, boys. Peace out, boys.